number one trick of the enemy is to turn what God has blessed you with and make it seem like you did it. You're blessed because of you. He'll use that on you. People will come up and they begin to, 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 to see something and admire you and you begin saying, you know, man, you sure did do it today. You ministered today. Before you know thank you, thank you. Before you know it, you're taking credit for something that God enabled you to do. Spiritual gifts are given from God to enable the saints to uplift and support the body of Christ. Gifts such as prophecy, healing, teaching, and helping are just a few of many that are exercised in the church today. However, we must be careful not to become boastful or even entertain ideas that may lead us to forget the source of those gifts. Come let's join Pastor Hornbuckle as he continues with part two of this message series entitled Spiritual Gifts. And we're still rejoicing off of our grand concert on Thursday. I tell you, I truly receive what the Lord had for me on that night. I really believe that the Lord was going to come in and really bless us. Sometimes as a pastor, you're thinking about everybody else. Truly, I, I, I am. But that night, praise God. God did something for me. Praise the Lord. And I thank God, amen, that I was able to be a part of such a grand ministry. Praise the Lord, I, I tell you. Sister Hornbuckle and Sister Fia, uh, amen. Let's just give them a hand because they ministered to the whole city of Fairbanks, putting that concert and bringing that together. Amen, I tell you, my wife, she, she's on the phone constantly, constantly. Praise the Lord. And uh, I just thank God, amen, that we were able to to host such a wonderful, wonderful ministry, amen. And truly God came in and really blessed, and I believe lives were really touched, praise God. Revelations were revealed, amen, and for that we're thankful. Praise God for that, we are truly thankful. So God bless you, saints. We thank God for you. We're going to try to move on into another phase of our service. Uh, I want you to know on today, um, if you do have your offering and your tithes, I um, want to definitely give you an opportunity to share those. Um, I'm going to go straight to the word of the Lord at this time. I won't be before you long. Praise God. And then immediately after uh, we pray, um, just remind me to, do our, to take up our offering. Or we'll set the offering pan out here. And you that have your tithes and your offerings, you come on up and give as the Lord has blessed you to give. Uh, toward the end of our service. Praise the Lord. So God bless you on today. We thank God for you. Praise the Lord. I tell you, I, I still feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's just give God a hand praise right now. Lift those arms. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. We've already had church. <laughs> We've already had church. Amen. We've already, some of you probably received already what you needed. Amen. This morning. Amen. But God bless you today and we thank God for you. And we do want to share a word with you on today on um, what God has blessed us. We introduced our series on spiritual gifts. Praise God. We talked about spiritual gifts on last Sunday and on today, no different. We want to move into another phase of this particular passage of scripture. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And we listed a number of the gifts that the body has. You have a gift. Praise the Lord. You have a gift. And there's a number of gifts that have been placed in the body. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to do something a little bit different on this morning. I won't be before you long because I tell you, I believe we need to pray. I believe we need to worship God some more. Amen. Everyone's given a gift. This brother... These musicians here, that gift of exhortation, ushering in the presence of God, praise the Lord, uh, operating in the gifts that God has blessed the church. We witnessed it. We witnessed what God was able to do 
they have the opportunity to worship God and bring us into the presence of the Holy Spirit, amen, to, to, to illuminate, amen, the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. And we see the operation of that on today. And I don't, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but by a show of hands, how many of you know your spiritual gift? I see you, my sister. I see you, my brother. That's good. That's good. Amen. So everyone pretty much in here knows what their spiritual gift is. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to ask you one other quick question. Who, who would like to just share what that is in, in, one state, in one word or two? Anyone like to share that? I'll put you on the spot. I'm taking Spiritual gift and talent is two different things. Um, so I think you're, are you asking what the spiritual gift as far as, you know, when you say, well, evangelists, teachers, preachers, or um, like my talent can be that I may be able to dance versus, you know, so which one are you asking? Spiritual, spiritual gift. I think mine is intercessory. Okay. All right. All right. My brother. My spiritual gift, you all know I'm not educated as far as reading, but I teach God word by revelation of the spirit. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have to share, but um, we're talking about spiritual gifts in the church. And Sister Halliburton brought up a good point, and we'll, we'll clarify exactly what we're talking about, spiritual gifts. Anyone else you want to share? You don't have to. So I've found that I operate in many different gifts depending on the situation that the Lord has placed me in. You know, there are times, and I don't always operate in those gifts all the time, but it's for a season or for a purpose. But one of the gifts that I do operate in most often is um, operating in faith and healing. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Amen. I see you. I see you, my brother. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just like uh, Sister Cassie said, like, I'm kind of similar to that. Um, and so for me, different gifts will manifest itself. Um, it, but they're mainly categorized in prophetic gifts, uh, being able to see things, being able to um, interpret things, even to the point of um, interpreting dreams or being able to see things about people's lives um, or being able to hear directly from God what God is saying in a moment and in a time that's relevant to what's going on in the present. Praise God. Praise God. I see you, my sister. Praise the Lord. I have the discerning heart and the joy of the Lord, and that's my gift from God. Praise God. Brother Andrew? I don't really know if it's like the God actually gave me a dream that I was actually sitting in a hospital talking to a girl and next thing you know, dogs started barking really loud. So we ran outside to find out what was going on and then everything went dead silent. And the, the cars were still going by, dogs were still barking, but it, there was no sound. Then I noticed in the sky, everything went pitch black but the sun was still shining bright as day. And then I noticed two sharp, two tall shadow figures on my left and right. And I put my hands together and said, Lord, in your hands I commit my spirit. And a big earthquake hit and everybody started running. And then the girl that I was talking to in the hospital, I was about to get crushed by a car, so I pushed her out of the way and was crushed in the process. I think God was telling me basically that one day I will commit my spirit or my life to serve Him and to save others. At least that's what I think of. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand praise for all of those that are sharing what they believe the Lord has given to them. God bless you. So I, I did that in hopes that you'll remember what was just said and then over the next few weeks 
Um, our, our job is and our goal is to bring out clarity as to spiritual gifts and what gift you may possess in order to help the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. Today we're going to look at a few distinct gifts that have been placed in the church body. Praise the Lord. And Daniel, if you can go to Romans, the third chapter, Romans, the third chapter. Praise God. Actually, I'm sorry, you can go to Romans, the 12th chapter, and I want to read verses three through six. We worship the Lord so beautifully today. I just want to share a portion of our message, and we will continue on with this. Romans, the 12th chapter. Let me just pull it up here real quick. Verses three through six. I'll go ahead and just just read this. I'm going to read out the New Inter, um, Inter International Version of the Bible here. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, not to think more highly of yourselves than you ought to think, but to think with sober discernment, as God has distributed to each of you a measure of faith. For just as one body we have many members, and not all the members serve the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members who belong to one another. And we have different, different gifts according to the grace given to us. If the gift is prophecy, and that's what we want to talk about on today, if the gift is prophecy, if the gift is prophecy, that individual must use it in proportion to his faith. Praise God. So, these distinct gifts that have been placed in the church have been placed for the upbuilding of the body. God gives us gifts so we can build up his church to use them effectively. I want to share with you a couple of things to remember in order how God wants us to be able to use our gifts effectively. And you can write these down if you want. Amen. He's given us these gifts for the building up of the body for the help of the ministry. Praise the Lord. And just like worship and, and just like uh, the number of gifts that we'll outline, there's even a gift of helps, you know. Uh, uh, whatever he's given us, you know, we want to use them. But God uh, has given us these gifts for a reason. And to use them effectively, we must, number one, we must realize that all gifts and abilities come from God. Number one, you must, you got to realize that all gifts and abilities, they come from God. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying what you've been possessed with, what you've been given, what you've been given to share in the body has been given to you by God. It's not yours. You don't own it. It's not something for you to walk around and feel puffed up about. Praise God. we got to realize who the giver is, and the giver is God himself. Praise the Lord. And so to be effectively, we got to realize that what I have and what I possess is not my own. I can't turn it on and I can't turn it off as I see. Praise God. But what you've been given, what, what, you, what you told me what you, just now, you told the church, what you've been given, you've been given it for the building up of the body. We'll get into that because it says has been given to profit with all. All that simply means is to bring the body together. Praise God. And so even when you don't feel like it, and we heard that, one didn't feel up to it. Even when you don't think you should, 
when you realize you don't own what you have. You don't own it. Praise God. Do I have a witness here? You don't own the gift that God has blessed for the body. Praise God. So to be effective, we got to realize that um, the gift has been given by God. The abilities have been given by God. Number two, number two, listen. Understand that not everyone has the same gift. Not everyone has the gift of teaching. Not everyone has the gift of prophecy. Not everyone has the gift of helps. Not everyone has the gift of discerning spirits. Praise God. And so, in order to be effective uh, and for the church to, to, to operate the way God wants it to right, operate, we have to understand that not everyone has the same gift. Praise God. I shouldn't be out doing what God has ordained someone else to do because then I'm out of my lane doing something when I should be doing what God has gifted me with. I'm out help doing someone else's job. So as pastor, God has laid it on my heart is to be a distributor, to try to place you or to help you and to and pray that God will reveal to you just where you are and where you fit in the body. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we'll find that when everyone is operating in that area, their area that God has ordained, their area that God has blessed them with, we'll find that God's work will continue to move and God's work will move at a high rate and a very efficient rate because he has placed the people in the positions and in the places that he likes and that he feels and what he feels necessary. The Bible said that the Spirit distributed gifts according to what it what felt to whomever it he wanted to. That's what the Holy Spirit did. Okay, listen, listen. To be use our gifts effectively, we got to realize and understand that not everyone has the same gift. I don't expect Brother Joshua to be like me. He's not like me. Brother Joshua is Brother Joshua. I mean, I, and that young man is a powerful young man. I watch God work in his life. But I should not be trying to make Joshua like me. Hmm? God has a distinct gift for him. God has a distinct, distinct ability for him, for the church. And so that no one should be coming in here trying to dress everybody. I mean, if this young lady want to dress a certain way and, and, and she's not dressing like, say, you think they should dress, you know, they are not you. We're not the same. They're going to reach somebody that you never can reach. Like God, he's going to reach people that I probably never could reach. Praise God. So we have to learn to respect the difference in one another. Everybody's not the same. Everyone does not have the same gift. Praise the Lord. And we'll get into more detail on that. So I'm talking about being effective. We, we don't want to put our ifs and our and, and our beliefs and, 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 and how we see things on people. Praise the Lord. And, and one of the things I said, God is just revealing these things to me that, you know, that we have to be willing to allow God to use us in the capacity that he wants to. Because other people will benefit by you allowing God to use you in your gift. It will open up a door for somebody else to use, be used in their gift. Praise God. Glory to God. Number four here. Uh, no, let me go back. Number three. So we, we find that we have to, in order to be effective, God, has, God gives us gifts so we can build up his church to use them effectively, to use the gifts effectively. We must, number one, realize that all gifts and abilities come from God. Number two, we must understand that not everyone has the same gift. And number three, we got to know who we are and what we do best. We've got to know who we are, just who we are. We, and, and that's why I asked the question, do you, do you know your spiritual gift? Do you know why God has placed you in the body? The Bible says we have to, you know, the encouragement today says that 
we have to know who we are. Who are you today? Are you that one that's supposed to come alongside uh, um, the pastor, the, the, the first lady, the, the, the brothers and the, the sisters? Are you that one that's supposed to come alongside and help them with your gift? Are you the one that God has called to, to teach and preach his word? Uh, are you the one has he called to administer and to, to operate uh, in, in the administration of God's work? So we have to know who we are, praise God. Know who we are, and then know what we do best. Know what you do best by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We've got to know what we do best, what we're most effective. Hmm? There's some things that some of us do that, man, if, if we were to ask a friend, they could pretty much tell you, man, he said, you are really good with people. You are a great encourager. You are a great speaker. You are, you, you are, you are a great uh, discerner of spirits. You're, 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 this is what I see God is doing in your life. So, we have to get with God and, and, and seek the Lord and say, God, show me uh, um, who I show him who I am and what I do best. Praise God. Hallelujah. I, I used to couldn't understand why my father, every time I turned around, my father had the tape recorder. And um, of course, you know, many of you know he's the pastor. And he pastored for many years. And, and as I was growing up through high school, every time I turned around in the car, he had, back then it was a, a cassette. We had a cassette recorder. And every service, he would record his messages. He would record, record when he spoke. And I used to wonder, I said, God, you know, why? Why, why, why do you do that? Why? You know, to myself, I didn't understand at the time why he was recording, why he was listening over and over to his messages and what he said. And then I began to, 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 to figure it out uh, not so long ago because what he wanted to do, he knew God had called him to preach. He knew God had called him to teach. And he knew that. And... He wanted to be the best he could be at that. And he figured that if he recorded everything he spoke about, everything he said, he could go back and replay it so that he could listen to how he could be the best or most effective at what he was called to do. It wasn't for pride. It wasn't for arrogancy. It was to be effective in using the gift that God had placed in his life. And many of you, you, you you'll agree that to, to listen to yourself, to listen to yourself, to record yourself, to listen. And when you listen and you find that it doesn't sound the way you thought it sound to you. But in order to be effective, my father learned that he had to listen to what he said. He had to listen to what he was given out. He had to listen whether or not it was coming out clear. He had to listen to whether or not it was on point or if it was on target because he knew God had called him to preach and he wanted to preach in the most effective way he could. That's knowing who you are and trying to be uh, the best at what you do. Praise God. Number four, number four, in order to be effective with the gifts that God gives us, number four, we have to realize this. Dedicate, we have to dedicate our gifts to God's service and not to our personal success. Did you, did you get that? 
Whatever you've been gifted with, whatever God has blessed you with spiritually, this gift that God has blessed you with, you know what it is. It says, it says in order to be effective, in order for you to be effective with your gift, he says, dedicate that gift to God's service. Hmm? Yeah. The gift that you've been given ought to be dedicated to God's service. Why not be lifting up uh, uh, any other idol or any other thing other than God in his cause? Hmm? When we do the things for God and, and through praise and through the various ways that it ought to be dedicated to God's service. Hmm? And so in order to be effective, we have to dedicate the gifts that, that God has given us to his service and not to our personal success. You see, you, you, you see, people look at you. They look at you. They look at you outside the church. They look at you on your job. They look at you how you handle your finances in your, your home. And they wonder. They say, how can they have it together like that? Hmm? They, they, there's somebody right now that, 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 that admires you. you. You may not know that, but there's somebody that admires every one of us in here. Somebody is watching you. Zelda Williams' grandfather used to say, somebody is inspired by you. They're inspired by how you carry yourself. They're inspired by the home, by the things you possess. There's somebody, and you may not even know it, that looks up to you. And you have to make sure that the success, that that God has blessed you with, is kept in the avenue of where God wants it to be, and that's for his service. That's to be dedicated to him. So you let those people know, it's God that's blessed me. Hmm? When someone says, man, how did you do all that? God, God helped me do that. Why are you so blessed? Why, why, where'd you get all these good things? God. God enabled me to do it. So we realize that we're not taking responsibility for personal success for the gifts that God has bestowed upon us because that is the number one trick of the enemy. I got about nine minutes. The number one trick of the enemy is to turn what God has blessed you with and make it seem like you did it. You're blessed because of you. He'll use that on you. People will come up and they begin to, 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 to see something and admire you. And you begin saying, you know, man, you sure did do it today. You ministered today. Before you know, thank you, thank you. Before you know it, you're taking credit for something that God enabled you to do. He gave you the strength to do that. Praise God. And so we got to realize that we give honor to whom honor is due. And that we don't take any of our gifts that God has blessed us with, the things that he, he's endowed us with as personal success. Praise God. And the fifth one I want to leave with you here, um, in order to make our gifts effective, as we delve more into what these gifts are. Number five, listen to this. Be willing to utilize your gift wholeheartedly. If it's a portion, I got a little bit more to that. Be willing to utilize, use, minister your gift wholeheartedly. That's what we did today. That's what you did today. My gift is not based on who's here and who's not here. I don't put more emphasis in praise and worship because the house is packed than if the house only has one person here. Because my worship is to God. Do I have a witness here today? Come on and give God a hand praise because that, that gets the body. That gets us sometimes. And sometimes it's not easy. But what you've been blessed with, what you've been endowed with, what we've been anointed with, is to be used every time you get up wholeheartedly. You do it like it's packed house. You do it like they got standing room only. 
You minister under the anointing of God wholeheartedly in whatever God has called you to do. Is that all right? You got to do it. There's a, there's all, there's a famous um, saying that um, I read all of Michael Jordan's um, books and all his biographies on um, him being the, the type of uh, basketball player and the accomplishments he's uh, accomplished. And one of the things Michael Jordan said that, that, that stayed with me uh, that, that I don't find in the current NBA with a lot of the players, but I'm old school. Uh, I mean, I, I watched the 75 Golden State Warriors win a championship 40 years ago. So I'm old school. But one of the things Michael Jordan said that, that really, really stuck in my mind and my heart, he said, when I show up at the arena, and this is after playing 82 games, this is after playing year after year in the championship, after accomplishing all that could be accomplished, he said, when I show up at the arena, I get out there and I do my same routine. He says, when I get on the court, that I don't go half-heartedly. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't stop being the, the best that I can be. I don't miss out on, on, on not going all out on my plays. I don't just say that since I'm in many Minnesota and there's not many people here that I'm not going to play to the best of my ability. But he said that when I step out on the court, I realize that there's somebody up in the stands that may have never seen me play. They have heard about me. They've probably seen me on television, but they never watched me play in person. And he says that that gives me a responsibility that when I step out on the court, it's got to be like my first time ever being on the court because there's somebody that hadn't seen me play. And I don't want to give them a false impression that all what they said about me is a lie. How about if we took that attitude and said, every time I show up, there's somebody here that needs a, something from God. And I'm not going to let what the circumstances are, what the situation is, hinder me from being the best that I can be and giving myself wholeheartedly. That's what Jordan did. He gave himself wholeheartedly. He didn't care if the stadium wasn't full. Most times it was because he was there. But he said there was somebody watching. There was somebody who was going to watch him, and he wanted to be the best that he could be. Praise God. That's all I'm saying today, saints. Listen, whatever God has gifted you with, with the gifts that he has laid in your heart, on your heart, or in your, in, in your abilities, he said, be willing to utilize them wholeheartedly. Praise God. Listen, not only wholeheartedly, but not holding anything back from God's service. So after you do it wholeheartedly, don't you hold anything back. That's what I say with praise and worship. I said that praise and worship took over. I mean, they, 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 they minister. Why, why? You didn't hold back. When the flow of the Spirit, when God's Spirit is flowing like that, we just got to move in the Spirit of God. And that's what we did. We didn't hold back on what God had for us on today. Listen, I got about three minutes and I'm going to close with this first gift here that I want to break down. We talked about Romans, the 12th chapter, and we went to the third verse through verse 6, and I stopped at the one particular gift that God uh, had given to his people. And this particular gift, number one, this gift, prophecy. Said he had been given the gift. There's a gift in the church. There's a gift in the body for prophecy. Yeah, there is a gift in the church for prophesying. Prophesying is not always predicting the future. What is prophesying? What is it? prophecy? What is it? It's not always predicting the future. Often it means preaching God's message. We're going to break these, these down next few weeks. Prophecy, prophesying, God's message. Not my message, it's God's message. They that prophesy, they that preach, they preach God's message. That's why we have to be in the word of God. I'm not going to try to preach what I think. I'm not going to preach what somebody said. I'm going to preach what thus saith the Lord God. 
that's prophesying. That's God's message. And God says in the body, in the church, we need somebody to preach God's message. Come on and give God a hand praise. Somebody know what I'm talking about. I don't need to know everything that's going on. You know, when I come to church, I want to hear a word from God. Do I have a witness? I want to hear what thus saith the Lord. Prophesy. That's a gift that God laid in the church. He's placed in the church to lift me, to, to build us up. Praise God. A message from God. I listen to the cantinas, and you know, if somebody, you think of a concert, and you think of them just singing, you know, and, that, and it was beautiful. I'm telling you, those young men, they came up there, they were cats, and I mean, I like that. I like it. I like it. Bishop McCormick, he's sitting there right next to me, and you know, you know Bishop, Bishop, 80 years old. I mean, these are young men, ministered to God. I mean, cool. And I mean, they were tearing it up for God. And God began to show me, he said, see, that's what I called you. You, you got to open doors where nobody else will open a door for somebody. Huh? They tried to get here last year, couldn't even get in. And God spoke to me, said, see, that's what I called you. You're going to do things that are not conventional. Unconventional things is what I called you to do. It, you're not, you got to get away from the status quo, from tradition. And these young men ministered, didn't they, Allie? They ministered. Do you enjoy that concept? Yeah, they ministered. But in that, they gave messages. They talked about their family. They talked about their daughters. Praise God. And they spoke the word. And as they were speaking, as they were ministered, God was unveiling mysteries to me. Because we need it in the church. We need that in the church. We need that to strengthen one another. We need that in order to build one another up. Let me close with this because I'm just about out of time. Oh, my God, it said prophesy, not always predicting the future. Often it means preaching God's word real quick, real quick. Ah, man, real quick. First Corinthians, the 14th chapter. I know I said I was going to cut off right there, but come on, give me just, can I get two more, few more minutes, just a few minutes, please. First Corinthians 14, verses 1 through 3. Ah, let me go to that real quickly here. Praise God, I'll uh, just go to my, oh, I'm going to finish with this one. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to finish with it. Oh, praise God, praise God. Uh, this, this passage of Scripture just blessed me. Amen. First Corinthians, praise God, hallelujah. Uh, God, what did I say, First Corinthians 14? Follow after charity, that's love, and desire spiritual gifts but rather that ye may prophesy for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God for no man understandeth him howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries that's when you're speaking in tongue and if you know the spiritual language it's like God described that speaking in tongue as a freeway to heaven I mean, you can get there, and that's your spirit connecting directly, directly. Huh? It says here, verse 3, this is what I wanted to get to. But he that prophesieth, he that preaches, he that speaketh the word, he that prophesieth speaketh unto men. To what? To edification and exhortation and comfort. Praise God, we need that. We need to be edified. Praise God. That's what's going to build a church up. And you're the church. That's going to build you up. When I say the church, that's you. That's me. That's, we're the church. And we need the prophecy. We need the word of God going forth to build us up. It's to our edification. It's to our profit. It's to our building up of our bodies, our, our faith. So if you didn't know, you say, man, I... God gives me a word. He gives me a word. He gives me a word for the Bible. He gives me a word. It's God. He gives you a word. It's for men's edification and exhortation and comfort. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That, that's what it's for. Amen. So we see the importance of prophecy. And real quick, prophecy to prophesy is to challenge others by declaring God's truth. And calling for action. 
Mm -hmm. To challenge others by declaring God's truth. And we saw it in today's Sunday school lesson with the book in the book of Amos. Amos was a herdsman. And God was pronouncing judgment upon his people. Praise God. And Amos had to go out and prophesy. He had to go out and speak God's word and say, people, you need to shape up. Because God is not happy with what's been done. God's people have been treated unjustly. God is just as important. The person that is on the street doing drugs, the prostitute, that person that is walking the streets is just as important as this musician that's sitting up here in the pulpit. It is no different. God loved them just as much. Am I right about it? Come on and give God a hand, pray, because we get it mixed up sometimes. And he said, Amos, you go out and you tell my people, praise God and saints, and this is what we got to watch out. Is everybody standing, because I got to cut off. This is what we got to watch out about. God blesses us. He fills us with his wisdom. He fills us with his anointing. We become educated. We become smart in God. Praise God. And God help us. We begin to turn our noses down at somebody else. God says that that's not to be so. Praise the Lord. I love the drunk on the street. I love the homeless man. I love the woman that don't got a lot of money in their pocket. It don't matter to me. Praise the Lord. Amos, I want you to use the gift. The gift that I put into the church, it's been called the gift of prophecy. All that entails is speaking my word. Do I have a witness? Speak his word, saints. Glory to God. We need the gift of prophecy in the church. Glory to God. Somebody need to know that God loves them. Somebody need to know that God cares about them. And if God's gifts are going on in the church, glory to God, we will be one strong body. Do I have a witness? Come on and give God a praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. It said to challenge others by declaring God's truth. My God. Glory to God. That means it takes some boldness to be that prophet of prophecy. Glory to God. People may not want to hear what you have to say, but because God gifted you, because God placed it in your heart, because God put it deep down inside of you, you can't help but spin it out, huh? You're like Jeremiah. What did Jeremiah say? He said that, Lord, I'm not going to talk about you no more. The, the people hate me. The people then threw me in a pit. The people then talked about me. This is the prophet Jeremiah. He said, I'm not going to talk about God no more. I'm done talking about God. I'm done about lifting his name up. He said, I'm stopping because they don't love me. I'm stopping because they're not saying amen. I'm stopping because they don't seem to care. I'm stopping because it seems like they're sleeping on me. I'm stopping because they seem like they just, just, they're just out there. Praise God. But Jeremiah thought about that thing for a while. And the Bible says, because I believe the gift was in him. Because I believe God was in him. He said there was something inside of him. It was like fire, the Bible said. The word was like fire in his bosom. He said it was like fire and he couldn't keep it to himself. He couldn't stop talking of God's goodness. He couldn't stop talking of God's judgment. And when you got God's gift, nobody have to beg you. When you got God's gift, nobody got to coach you. When you got God's gift, nobody got to nudge you. It's like fire. Come on, somebody. Hey, hey, hey. Glory. Glory. Hey. Mm. Glory. Hey. Somebody say it's like fire. Shut up in my bones. I want to stop talking. I want to stop serving. But something inside of me gets a hold of me and I can't shut up. I can't stop. I gotta keep on. Do I have a witness out there? Come on and give God a praise. The gift, the gift of prophecy. Whoo, we need it. We need it. Somebody said it's divine inspired.
an anointed utterance. Somebody say yes. Glory to God. You see, we get to the point when we're uttering God's words. It's not a conversation. Not when it comes from the Lord. But this prophecy we're talking about. It's divinely inspired. Glory to God. I'm not just having a conversation with you. But it's divinely it's from heaven it's from God himself it's divinely inspired it's come from the Lord it wasn't something I thought up it wasn't something I read but it came from the Lord glory to God it's divinely inspired anointed utterance from the Lord somebody say yes somebody say yes somebody say yes glory to God and not only is it divinely inspired and anointed but it's supernatural somebody say supernatural my God say supernatural it's supernatural that's what I'm talking about this gift supernatural proclamation in a known language you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying to you today and not only is it supernatural but it's manifestation of the Spirit of God it's not just intellect glory to God it's not just smarts glory to God but it's an anointing it's supernatural I'm not appealing to your mind I'm appealing to your spirit right now it's an inspired word it's a word that don't make sense it's not black and white it's come from God somebody say yes glory to God it's prophecy it's prophecy it's intellect it's faith and we are operative in this gift but it exercises not in intellectually based it's a calling forth of words from the spirit of God praise the Lord some things we need from God some things we need to hear from God all by himself glory to God now I'm not knocking the commentaries I'm not knocking digging into your word but there's some things I need to come from God there's some things I need special delivery from God all by himself do I have a witness do I have a witness come on and praise him come on and praise him come on and praise him let's thank him for prophecy let's thank him for the word let's thank him for preaching let's thank him for a word that's encouraged me glory to God and as I told you earlier I was sitting in my seat and as the katinas came out I'm expecting something special I was expecting something and as the man began to minister God spoke to my heart and said this is what I've called you to I've called you to help I've called you to open doors. I've called you to make a way. In the name of Jesus, he revealed it to me. Hallelujah. And he'll do the same thing for you. Everybody standing, every head up, every hand up, every arm up. Listen, listen. The gifts of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The gifts. But God is placed in the church. are for the help of my brother, my sister. Glory to God. I need you. We're going to close. We're going to close. Won't you all just come up close as we close out? And then we'll leave the offering pans right here on the front here, Minister Duncanson. Just put one on each bench and you can just give your offering as you leave. Listen. It was just a word. It was just a word that I heard. God ministered a word. 
and it changed me. I wasn't in a bad state. I wasn't in a terrible state, but I was in a state. And God used this gift, the gift of prophecy, to speak into my heart. Joy flooded my soul. Peace overtook me because of the word uttered, who I believe divinely inspired by the power of God. Listen, I, I want us all to come in one circle, just hold hands right here, just hold hands. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. Thank you for being obedient. Thank you for being obedient. And Sister Michelle, if you want to sit, maybe have her sit right there, Josh, and you and Sister Dale can hold her hand because I'm not going to put more pressure on her than she needs to right now. And you are perfectly fine. Thank you, Jesus. Just take a seat right there. You take a seat. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just hold her hand. Because we're body. We're together. One body. I'm going to pray these gifts that many of you said you possess. I want to pray that God bring those out. Pray that there's clarity today in today's gift of prophecy. Right where you are, your head's bowed and eyes are closed. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this message. Know that God loves and cares for you deeply. You know, we all have struggles in our life, tough times, and much more. But God is about to do great things in your life. Remember the scripture found in Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. It's your season for breakthrough. Don't give up. Don't stop. Trust God to bring you through. God bless you. I would like to take a time to thank all listeners of the Lily Kojic Podcast. I pray that you or someone close to you was truly blessed by the messages that we bring to you weekly. As we go forward, we ask that you share the podcast with as many people as possible. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 states, So neither is he that plants anything, neither is he that waters, but God gives the increase. Our goal is to expand this ministry to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. You can help us achieve that goal by supporting us with a donation of any amount. We have a donation button located on our podcast page that will allow you to support this ministry. Thank you and God bless.